Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of the Brand Builder Show. And today we're going to be talking about how to succeed on Amazon. It's going to be a great episode full of great information for you. So do check it out to the end. To talk through these topics, we've got a new guest on the show, Oase. Thank you for coming on the show today. Appreciate you taking time out. Thank you for having me, man. Thank you so much. Now, I'm, I'm excited to dive into it. I've uh, had a little look at your background and it looks like you're doing some, uh, some fun, exciting things. And uh, I know that our audience is going to get a lot out of the conversation today. So we're going to talk about product research. We're going to talk about launching products, Amazon SEO, PPC, all of that good stuff that people want to know about succeeding on the Amazon platform in a uh, changing environment that we are facing today. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. But to before we do that, give us a bit of information about yourself tell the audience who you are what you do and then we'll dive into some questions so yeah starting with the name i'm Ovesh Amin. i'm a ceo of upscale valley a full service amazon agency so i jumped into the amazon world in 2018 there was a lot of hype here in pakistan regarding uh, amazon and that was the time when i jumped in so before that if you talk about the background i've done uh, mbbs which is you can say equivalent to md in the usa like doctor so after that yep. uh, i was more into the e-commerce the online world checking out the startup side and all those things and somehow the Amazon world was easy to understand it intrigued me and once yeah. I started looking towards it I could not look back again so yeah, yeah. started Amazon in 2018 then founded my own agency at that time I launched uh, two of my products then in the end of 2019 um, I founded Upscale Valley the full service Amazon agency and up till now I have been managing around you can say like right now I'm managing around more than 50 clients and we are not a PPC specific agency uh, when it comes to our service it includes uh, you can say brand expansion the launching part the catalog issues the PPC and all that thing but it takes to become a full service Amazon agency so that's what it is mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, man. Nice. There's a big uh, and growing and strong uh, Amazon seller community in Pakistan, isn't there? Very strong. Very strong. What do you think? Um, it, what is it about Amazon selling on Amazon that's uh, made that happen? Because you, I mean, you, uh, it's one of the locations where you hear all the time about such a growing strength of Amazon sellers. And it's, uh, what is it about Pakistan? What is it about the culture, about the opportunities? Is, is there anything there or it just became popular because lots of people were doing it? No, uh, there is contribution of culture. Um, Somehow, we don't experience it uh, in any other field, but in Amazon, it was a culture. If someone is doing Amazon, he would probably invite other people to share what he's doing, how he's earning money yeah. and all that part. And then again, with the mm -hmm. Amazon, it's kind of uh, the local marketplace, Daraz here is not as big as Amazon is. Mm -hmm. So we crack down yeah. the uh, methods like you can make the... Uh, company by sitting here in Pakistan, a US LLC, mm -hmm. you can do that for UK, the ease of doing business and all that part. And then yeah. again, the dollar is, well, the economy is in USD, which is the world standard kind of stuff. And then again, the market yeah. size is pretty big. Almost if uh, everyone is jumping into the business skill, they are going to make a good amount of money. Um, the e-commerce yeah. world, like uh, it, it gives you the remote option facility and not a job stuff. Like you can start with the service end and then you can always turn into mm -hmm. a business owner and entrepreneur. While if you're doing remote job in, in, in the software world, you have to either go big to open your software house, otherwise you're doing job. So these yeah. were kind of stuff which uh, interested people. And then again, uh, there were some uh, like a good pa in Pakistan, you can say around 60 to 70% population is 
less than 35 years of age so there's a pretty okay. much good decent number of youngsters in pakistan so people were looking mm-hmm. uh, some options and this online wave kind of hit us very good manner and yeah, yeah. yeah everyone yeah. is kind of jumping into not only amazon but then again amazon is a decent chunk of where the youth mm-hmm. is becoming interested towards yeah definitely awesome man well congrats on your success so far and i'm sure that will only continue and grow managing 50 clients on amazon 50 plus clients um, and i'm sure lots more in the past as well then you would have definitely picked up a lot of best practices mistakes people are making Um, so it would be good to talk about what's what's working right now because it's easy for someone who had success a few years ago to give insight on what uh, you know general principles that work but someone who's on the cutting edge of operations right now uh, obviously has a lot of insight to what's working right now and selling on amazon of course has changed over recent years um, but it is something that still has a lot of opportunity if you do it in the right way and as we've talked about that that starts with product research doesn't it so can you talk to us a bit about you know your process your methodology when working with clients that want to expand their product range or even brand new clients they want to launch new products what is your thought process methodology for that that research phase yeah sure <clears throat> so um when we get to the the product research part we all have seen that um, <clears throat> you can say the ever changing time <clears throat> apologies for that you can say uh, the time in which uh, things or methodologies of launch have been updated like in 2017-18 that was yeah. the time of coupon jumps and zone jump such mm-hmm. kind of thing then there mm-hmm. were giveaways time yeah. era like many chat and you are giving coupons etc mm-hmm. crazy then in 2020s in the covid time period there was a ppc time amazon was giving more reward um, if you are utilizing ppc at its full capacity yeah. then after that it, this is kind of post uh, covid era where in some products uh, ppc is super competitive and you can't imagine that you are uh, in the usa market in a big depth product um you are playing with ppc for a low price product and it's going to work so things have changed in this latest thing um in the last you can say one and a half year the change has not been regarding the launching perspective the change has been regarding the product selection and its design Mm -hmm. development perspective that is something unique Mm -hmm. like if you check out from 2018 there were the product what what you uh, what you're supposed to do is check out the design of bestseller uh, find that on Alibaba, uh, make a replica and launch it on Amazon. But then again, mm-hmm. the launching methodologies were changing from coupons, from full giveaways to PPC. Right now, mm-hmm. people like everyone is using the mixture of all these launching strategies. But what has changed is not the launch strategy, but the product research criteria, the product selection criteria, what design yeah. you want to go with and what should be the value addition. So in, in this mm-hmm. one and a half, last one and a half year, the importance of selecting a product uh, has become significantly higher as compared to the earlier years. Right now, if you mm-hmm. see uh, all of the people in their masterminds, like what they are teaching is how you can differentiate your product and mm-hmm. what used to be considered as a risky approach before like coming up with a new design and all is becoming a mainstream right now so having set up this kind of background let's talk about what is uh, like this is kind of a glimpse of what has been changed or what has been the pattern of changing so having this at the background let's discuss about the other uh, product research methodologies um usually what we do is if you see um, 
YouTube, uh, the stuff from uh, many people is kind of uh, all over the YouTube that you should find a product with the box size, the price should be somewhere between 15 to 25, something like that. So what usually works for me is uh, some against all these guidelines, against all these instructions. So what I usually do is, um, uh, like for some of our clients, we do uh, hunt the products. Like if someone has come with a, come to us and they are doing maybe 20 30 products and they want to set up their brand expansion like they they want to plan around 10 to 15 to 20 launches per year so we plan that out yeah. for them we suggest them products which support their brand values and all that part so in this approach what we do is uh, we set up uh, the price point uh, like something above $50 works awesome the minimum minimum criteria is $30 the reason is the competitiveness of PPC you may find some product with lower price uh, on which you are going to get a one click in four or five or maybe six dollar so one thing at the point second thing is we try to find uh, products uh, either in which we can do improvement like any kind of design development opportunity for example let me give you two examples um, letter envelope <clears throat> or you can say craft bag papers um, all over the page you are going to see same thing like the only difference is going to be pack of 20 pack of 50 pack of 80 there that's going to be the only difference there's no value addition component on the other hand maybe some kind of um, uh, the mats for dog or maybe anything related to pets maybe anything related to uh, gym etc any such kind of stuff there's an opportunity for design development there are multiple designs selling for the same keyword so you have yeah. the margin to come up with the with a improved design and now with the help of ai with the ease of uh, crafting new design it's becoming easier day by day so this is the second thing the third thing which we pick up is the market depth should be pretty good because uh, the things do fluctuate time over time um, another thing which uh, which I usually observe what new sellers do mistake is uh, products do have a fluctuating revenue they don't have a consistent revenue all over the year um, yeah. if I if I kind of rephrase this part it is let's say your product uh, picks up some hype in Q4 you and in in first second and third quarter of the year it's making let's say on average around 15 to 20000 and in q4 it makes 50000 so what people do is they are doing research in the q4 they assume this 50000 uh, revenue it's going to stay there and uh, with uh, yeah. they plan the inventory and all that part accordingly and once they land into q1 or q2 they get to realize oh man it was 50% uh, of the revenue which i saw in q4 so that that yeah. kind of jeopardizes all of their calculation so uh, yeah. we try to find out some products uh, in which there is a resistance or there is a gap or maybe it's not easier to launch for anyone because if it's easier then what's happening in the Amazon market is uh, the Chinese uh, sellers are going to come up with cheaper cheaper or more competitive price and it would be very hard for you to compete them only on the basis of price so you need to come up with some kind of design development you need to come up uh, we also do check out the uh, the conversion from um, from the Amazon seller central part and then we check out the suggested bids and figure out what's going to be my cost per order acquisition through PPC and then after all this working all this uh, the depth of the keyword and all that part uh, this is, I believe, uh, what makes uh, a reliable recipe for launching the product in, in this time, 2023. It's not same yeah. what's being commonly spread on the YouTube right now. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's lots of information you give there and obviously a lot of research you're doing by the sounds of it. One of the things I think we're all agreed on is that you need to differentiate. If you don't stand out, then you won't make sales, right? Um, but the question I often get from our community is, well, how much is too much differentiation, right? Because uh, I always say that you don't want to invent a product, you want to improve a product. You don't want to try and manufacture demand, you want to, uh, you know, uh, capture that existing demand with a, a new and improved product but um, it's a common question is well how much is too much uh, differentiation because you might be worried that you're going to completely change the product and then not satisfy the the search intent of the user um, do you have any feelings on that is that a non-issue how do you how do you feel about it yeah yeah that's that's something pretty important um but i usually uh grade that element of differentiation is into uh into three levels the first level is some people consider differentiation is let's say a market is selling a pack of 20 balloon so they come up with pack of 50 pack of 10 and they believe it's a differentiation it's not yeah. some people consider that okay <clears throat> the whole market is doing pack of 20 let me come up with pack of 10 so i'll be better offering in, in terms of price and uh, that's not a differentiation so anything which your competitors can replicate in less than six months i don't consider that actually as a differentiation because you know uh, you have just launched and people are observing okay this guy is picking up traction what they need to do is they need to uh, contact back their supplier and ask them okay from this time give me a variation as well uh, uh, like right now if i'm purchasing pack of 20 give me a pack of 10 variation as well so it's pretty mm -hmm. e easy to conquer that part and then again, on the second level, there are uh, some differentiations which may require time, like you can say more than six to eight months to replicate uh, from yeah. your competitor side. For example, um, we, uh, we see stress ball in the form of train maybe, uh, and it's being mm -hmm. sold on Amazon in a very well manner. But then again, uh, if you come up with a new mold, uh, let's say in, in the shape of car or maybe in the shape of plane and that is again the same stress ball and we check it from PICFU and people are appreciating this design then okay this is something you are you're coming up with a different design it's serving the purpose but the design is different or the other point is uh, you combine the trends in the market uh, with your product for example uh, then again, uh, I can give you all these examples in, in by staying within the, within the stress ball sphere. So uh, in 2017 or 2018, people used to sell simple stress ball. Like stress ball is uh, for if you are stressed, you are office worker or something like that or that part. Now stress ball is also used for the fidgeting activities. So if someone has the mm -hmm. habit of scribbling or maybe fidgeting or maybe moving their finger, tapping their finger to the table. So it can also be used for that part. So mm -hmm. a smart play which a seller did was uh, he uh, combined the, the fidget spinner or you can say, sorry, not the fidget spinner, the puppet. You, mm -hmm. you must have observed the sensation of the puppet on Amazon. Mm -hmm. So he combined yep. the puppet part with the stress ball. Now it's again serving the purpose, mm -hmm. but then again with an additional benefit like, okay, it's also, um, you can say supporting that same fidgeting habit, that same value, like people mm -hmm. are popping the stress ball and they can also squeeze it. So it's serving the both kind of purpose. So these are some kind of yeah. changes uh, which require more than five to six months to rep, uh, to copy or to replicate. This is mm -hmm. something I believe. Then yeah. the third stage which you were telling is uh, like people all together change a product and you are mm -hmm. not able to uh, like they forget 
that whatever differentiation they do that should support or that should help people to cater their pain point in a better way like people buy the product either for the purpose of uh, to cater their pain or for pleasure so that differentiation should support uh, people to cater their pain point or to gain the pleasure in a better way if it's not serving the purpose that's a wastage so i i got a client when um there was a product i'm not uh, completely sure about the name but it was something like tobacco crusher something like that anything uh, like th- there was a round uh, box and they used to mm-hmm. put something in this and you you could not run ppc on that product so the usual market price was of 40 dollar he came up with a product of 300 dollar and the main image was same wow and i asked him he said wow. okay wes it's not selling i want you to find a solution for me I said okay what is your differentiation he said i have a patented machinery abcd etc such kind of stuff inside the box but people were not able to uh, observe or to appreciate that differentiation yeah, yeah. through the main image and it could not sell well so in the world of e-commerce uh, it's not only you need a differentiation your differentiation must also have that feature that it can be understood very clearly through the main image if it's not happening then you're not going to get the desired result you may get the desired result mm-hmm. in retail world or uh, people can feel and touch and have a detail look of the product but in yeah. the e-commerce if you cannot explain your differentiation uh, through your main image it's not going to work so yeah yeah, yeah. this is good now that's good and, and that brings us on to the next sort of phase really which is is launching that product you talked about the importance of having the right imagery um you know getting your listing down uh, what are the strategies that you're using so let's take a typical client of yours they've got uh, a range of products they're about to launch a new one what uh, what are the things that are working for you right now to get that ranked well in search results So what we usually do is um once we approve a product that this is something which we want to sell um we uh, make up a plan for this product and when i say plan it means we note down the risk register and the gaps or opportunities like these are the risk for this product for example uh, the cpc is going to be competitive or maybe this product has this feature so the return rate may be going to be higher and we can check out this from customer inside data and the seller central part and then again maybe uh, this product has uh, inclination like the uh, that the customers are going to uh, fall more for the high review sellers so these are some kind of risks and we also try to identify gaps for the gap i really appreciate the definition which uh, mike beckham uh, the the co owner or co founder of uh, simply modern he had mm-hmm. given that in in a podcast and i really appreciate that he yeah. he was saying um every brand has some of their strength so try mm-hmm. to figure out uh, what are their strength and strength cannot let let's say if there are five features to play or there are five uh, areas to play no one can have their strength in all five areas so they are going to uh, super specify themselves or they are going to have their strength in one two feature so check out what are yeah. the feature they are missing and that is going to be your strength power so mm-hmm. I, i find that very mm-hmm. valuable and uh, i guess he label these as the white patches so we identify these yeah. parts as well and then again mm-hmm. the risk as well so at the time of approving a product we have the clarity what is going to be the launch strategy so first thing which yeah. i want to uh, uh, communicate to the audience is um there's no one simple strategy surely people do share the blueprint like okay i'm going to target exact match mid tail keyword and then low title density and all that part but the launch strategy starts right from the time when you are approving a product 
because the first yeah. stage for launches uh, how you are going to differentiate your product in terms of design product offer because mm-hmm. that yeah. replicates in the form of conversion and a higher conversion yeah, means lower cost product acquisition and higher rank mm-hmm. so more organic orders and more probability to get rank so starting from yeah. that part we do check out and then again we also do practice how we can play with the um the fbat uh, fee tier like playing with the weight or maybe any such kind of uh, dimensional part if there is a margin in this product so we can come up with a better pricing so after that once we go to the launch state um let me share with you uh, an interesting thing which i do is um if we if we check out the amazon research papers uh, where amazon uh, uh, like the data scientist at the amazon what they share they usually uh, highlight that there are three factors clicks add to carts and orders this is what define the ranking mm-hmm. so these are the three only factors then again uh, the conversion the click through rate do uh, contribute but those are derivatives of these three factors like the conversion is derivative of order and click and then again accordingly so according to amazon research paper which is published uh, but they say there are three uh, these three factors now we both know that uh, no one gets order beyond first page like all the orders are on the first page you don't get order on second third fourth page for the majority of the product mm-hmm. but then again there must be a mechanism to define uh why a product is ranked on the top of second page and why the product is on maybe 10th page 12th page there must be a factor if out of these three factors add to cart order click orders is excluded then what is left clicks definitely at the first point and only after click yeah. it's possible to entertain the metric of add to cart so the clicks do define yeah. your ranking from 10th 20th at the time of launch or maybe whatsoever uh, uh, page till the top of second page and then once you get to that position uh, the order factor starts playing into so uh, a smart thing which we do is uh, in the very beginning you know the clicks of uh, amazon ppc are expensive and the clicks of google are cheaper but then again uh, in amazon maybe you are getting one click in uh, 3 dollar and you are getting one order after every 5 clicks but in google maybe you are getting one click in 40 cents and you are getting order on maybe 50 60 clicks because the conversion mm-hmm. or the audience is a bit yeah, broader yeah. level not high intent conversion mm-hmm. and all that part yeah. conversion does not matter regarding the in, in the initial stage till the top of second page so what we do is we go uh, aggressive like we do start exact match uh ppc on the mid tail keyword and all that part or the main keyword for the indexing purposes mm-hmm. but at a limited budget and at the same time yeah. in the first uh, uh day 7 8 days we go aggressive with the uh, google ppc like search ads google search ads with this logic yeah. which i have just shared with you uh yeah. so we keep an eye on the keyword ranking and those clicks are pretty cheaper so if you are going to achieve your rank until uh, second page with google ppc maybe in 3000 you can achieve that yeah. in 33 or 40% of the same budget if you go with the google ads so we yeah. uh, go with the google ad and ke- just check out if our ke- um, keyword is not getting click then we increase the bid if it's getting click and the budget is consumed then we keep on increasing the budget so yeah. that is something which easily pushes our product to the bottom of first page or maybe top of second page once it gets that done <clears throat> we stop the google ads and then we shift towards the okay. the ppc part and in ppc okay. then again all that uh, strategy like uh, what i usually do is uh, we figure out the design specific keyword uh, mm-hmm. so i basically uh, categorize the keywords into four uh, levels 
first is uh, the main keywords like for example stress ball for stress ball mm-hmm. and the second layer keyword is um, your design specific keyword if your product is squishy stress ball uh then uh you are only like the keyword squishy that is super specific to your product and for uh, a stress ball which is for the office workers and which is not squishy which has some motivational quotation on that uh, that product is not going to rank for your uh, for your keyword so for squishy keyword you limit the competition because you are only going to be competed with the uh, with the products which have the squishy element in them so we specify those kind of keywords we figure out their search volume specifically and we go uh, aggressive in the beginning with these keywords and then again one keyword per campaign exact match all that strategy among these keywords we try to figure out uh, if we can find any keyword with low title density um with low uh, with any any proof of less review people getting ranked on the top and through mm-hmm. that we keep on expanding with that like for me ranking is the best optimization tool mm-hmm. and that's the reason i start from the design level so if with all yeah. the effort of design etc and all these strategies if you get ranked your uh, your advertising cost is really going to get slashed down into half mm-hmm. once you achieve the 50% organic yeah. order and then after that yeah. i go aggressive into the uh, into the net of uh, auto campaign and broad campaign and the sponsor brand sponsor display but before that i keep yeah. super focus on the ranking part because uh, if this is happening then only then i am going to utilize the full potential of amazon platform so yeah, sure. somehow this yeah. is something which i do usually yeah no that's good i mean it sounds pretty much identical to uh, i launched a product sort of six eight weeks ago and did very similar to that and, and had really good results with it and i think that that's pretty much the, the the playbook right now isn't it so that's that's good you um keep coming back to the idea of that initial product development making sure the product design stands out is something that's got some unique features and i just yeah i want to just echo that for our audience because a lot of new sellers that i talk to they will uh, be worried about spending and investing in a product whether that's investing in their listing investing in a, a mold to create a new type of product investing in like a really good packaging design that can make the man, main image stand out you know they will hesitate about investing in a product up front because they want to see some sales first there are still some people that say well test a product on amazon and if it does well then invest in it i'm the other way i think do your research understand the data invest in it up front because as you said the result of that is a better launch more organic placement lower cost for acquisition you know all of the benefit is stacked when you um, are willing to invest up front so i think that exactly. i'm glad that you've highlighted that because i think it's important yeah exactly so we can talk more on the design uh, part if you want to like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you've got any other um, kind of tips, I, the, the one thing I did want to just ask you about the launch strategy is just the pricing aspect, um, how aggressive you are going with that. Is it a, based on the product and the market or are you just saying, well, we're just going to launch at 50% of our target price every time? Do you have a strategy there? So let me share two smart strategies. First for the price point and second um, for the reviews. So what we do is usually yep. we love the products with variations. we love those mm-hmm. like all those products yeah. which have variation that those are my favorite preferential products so what we do is mm-hmm. for example um um for example you can say set of balloon or uh, the balloon bags uh, a pack of balloon uh, that can be in blue color uh, yellow green white and assorted in which there are mixture of mm-hmm. colors 
so what i usually do is i uh, to test the uh, quality because we go with the design development part and all that factor to test the quality of the yeah. product and all that part <laughs> uh, i push mm -hmm. my supplier to arrange a small batch of inventory earlier around 50 units of each variation and mm -hmm. i ask them to uh, make a parcel um, get it ready and if it is possible to ship it through air i ship it through air otherwise by ocean mm -hmm. so once those uh, variations go uh, av get available on amazon i don't run uh, the launching strategy on those variations i enroll them into the wine program separately and in the wine program uh, if the quality is good i'm going to get around 30 reviews uh of for you like in, in a good rating like more than 4.3 4.4 is kind of fine with us uh and then again um it's going to validate the quality of the product it's going to validate if the fba if i if, if i've done the product development is there any mistake in the product weight which is pushing it towards the next fba feature or maybe in mm -hmm. the dimensions of this product any kind of issue so that kind of checks out this yeah. part and then again i get around 30 reviews if everything goes fine otherwise if product has uh, not that much good demand then maybe 20 25 reviews um then i combine all those variations and it makes around 120 30 or maybe 150 reviews all together so mm -hmm. i keep these uh, listings as such and once my main load of bulk inventory is ready i launch i send those to amazon and put all these as a variation now i yeah. get the uh, the reviews of the old auto stock variations and the honeymoon period of the new variation and i'm starting with mm -hmm. the um, you can say the number of good number of reviews so mm -hmm. the early effort it takes to build up the traction i kind of cater that part and then with mm -hmm. this part we go definitely the launch uh, the pricing strategy with majority people follow i keep the pricing same or maybe a bit higher but then again i have the 20 30% discount coupon so i try for doing two mm -hmm. things uh, because this is something which uh, have an impact on your ctr and ctr is the king uh, like ctr has a good impact if you if you have assorted your ctr which is better than competitors then you are directing more yeah. traffic towards your listing so um, i try to do uh, do th uh, two things first is the strike through price like try to keep it higher and then after maybe 20 30 orders and then i try to decrease the price and try to get the uh, the, the strike through price and then after that once i settle down the strike through price which is equal to what the main players in the market are doing then because definitely our product is in the initial stages we need to offer some better pricing and all that part on that strike through i try to put the discount coupon like for 20 30% and then gradually once my product starts ranking i keep on decreasing the discount coupon and eventually making it to zero and getting back to my full price it usually like my observation is uh, these days if you're going a good competitive product from which you are expecting to generate maybe um 10 to 20000 profit once it gets stable uh my observation is uh, usually it it's it's getting profitable uh in 4 to 6 months after you launch it mm -hmm. like first 3 months yeah. i believe if you're going purely with ppc and no giveaway strategy or any does uh why a uh, black hat uh, stuff if you are avoiding all this part yeah. then the usual parameter which i have uh, observed is it's going to take 4 to 6 months so until the fourth month you can say i go with the price or uh, discount coupon part and from the 4 mm -hmm. to 6 months i go for optimization stuff like once the product is ranked let's optimize um, the pricing get back to normal 
um, optimize the average order value if possible and then again um, like try to do optimize your PPC and all that part and check try to achieve the profitability in the last two months so uh, this is how usually yeah. I'm doing right now yeah yeah that was going to be my uh, next question for you is how long do you normally tell clients uh, you know it will be until there's profit because there's lots of uh, advertising and discounts and that kind of thing that we've talked about but that's good and, and healthy to know uh, again similar to what we talk about in that sort of four to six month range uh, to get the profitability but worth it because once you get to that point then you've got all of that organic ranking that then is going to be um, you know obviously you have to maintain and keep an eye on things but that's a really good sort of base to work from there so no, exactly. that's good um, exactly good yeah, no, that's really good. Um, and then in terms of the uh, once you, you have launched, you start to establish how many products are you trying to launch at the same time? Is it just a budget question or are you just trying to get? Uh, oh, by the way, before you do answer that, that little tip there in case anybody did miss it, I just wanted to reiterate. I forgot um, because that's a, that's a genius tip that is to use variations to get your reviews, but then don't use them for the launch. Yeah that's smart <laughs> yeah. because you, you 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 obviously you don't get the honeymoon period if you just send a few of them over and then run out of stock but if you send a new variation that wouldn't have had any reviews but it can use the reviews of the other variations that's really smart so like an example of that would be your stress ball you send like a normal uh, you send a plane a car and a train stress ball uh, get 30 reviews on each of them you've got 90 reviews on that listing but then you send a football stress ball uh, as part of the same listing as a variation of that same listing it's got no history itself so it's got the honeymoon period but it starts right out of the gate with 90 reviews because of those other variations that's, that's smart man exactly exactly <laughs> I mean, the only my only worry with that would be, uh, what if Amazon changed the variations um, setup? But it doesn't affect you using it right now. And if it did, then you'd have to change strategy. But um, yeah, uh, like we do check out um, if uh, in the category in which we are going to jump in, um, are all variations showing same number of reviews or variations are showing yeah. different number of reviews because if they're going to show sure. same then most likely our review number is going to get combined as well but there yeah. are some categories yeah. where it does not work and uh, each of your variation will show their own reviews it won't combine so yeah. in those cases yeah. definitely we won't be able to entertain but then again you can't apply everything yeah. on anything so yeah so that's how it is yeah. Uh, but it it it, it really helps to shrink your launch budget that Google ad strategy yeah. and this uh, wine review strategy. Yeah, that's very clever. Um, what do you um, suggest for? Oh, sorry. What do you make of the uh, the review changes that Amazon have made? You know, the display of the review count, and they seem to have changed it a few times, showing the review count and then not showing it, and then showing it in a simplified form. Amazon is testing what it, you, I guess. What have you been? I guess Amazon yeah, is yeah. you yeah. see in some categories that's showing only rating and then reviews are shown mm -hmm. on the PDP uh, and then in some categories mm -hmm. you see reviews outside so I'm I'm just kind of uh, um, for me uh, definitely uh, it, it looks like uh, an advantage 
for the newcomers if it's only if amazon finally mm-hmm. take the decision like right now it's shuffling and it's testing it's not confirmed i believe yeah. uh, but then again uh, if amazon confirms regarding the rating part only then uh, if i see from the perspective of a new seller uh, i would definitely t- uh, see is an as an advantage but if if i see from mm-hmm. uh, from the status uh, like my listing is stable and top ranked in a category then i see kind of a mm-hmm. little threat as well because review mode is is one of the coolest thing like you have higher number of mm-hmm. reviews you settle down only a person with better design can out compete you otherwise if someone mm-hmm. is going to replicate your design and price he's going to be the second best best uh mm-hmm. he's never going to be the top player in in your particular design category so yeah. i see i have a mixed feeling honestly speaking depending on from which position i am observing this part yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah, so that's yeah. how it's working um regarding yeah, I th- I c- um yeah sorry sorry, sorry for interrupting um regarding the uh design part you uh, you had a very smart discussion like when you said uh for the new sellers um they have a concern like um mm. Uh, how to check out the design part so um i i, I do also uh, do a smart a smart thing here uh, people do analysis of the whole uh, product like let's say let's again take the example of stress ball uh, when it, when it stress ball what they do is uh, they check out all of the uh, market uh, depth and how people are uh, like what revenue they are making against what number of reviews and all that part and i believe uh, if you make a poll and ask the new sellers what was the common mistake they did in their first 3 to 5 launches everyone would definitely mention wrong design selection part it is that common mm-hmm. but then again it is that much unheard of people don't talk about that much so um like i usually get queries from any any uh, any anyone from the audience or maybe anyone from the linkedin connection or maybe youtube follower so they do discuss their case majority of the time uh, the major issue is wrong price point or wrong design so what i usually mm-hmm. do is i break down the market on the basis of designs for example there is a stress ball for carpal tunnel syndrome like people use that stress ball if they had a, a surgery or maybe an injury and they had to uh, you know uh, uh, now their their muscles are weaken and they want to strengthen it so this is one mm-hmm. there's a, a stress ball with motivational quotes for office workers who get under stress and they want a motivational quotation like uh, you can make it and all this kind of stuff there's a stress ball of squishy like you must have seen on the youtube or tiktok or instagram so that is squishy once you uh, squeeze it mm-hmm. uh, the little bubbles burp out so then again mm-hmm. there are um, for on the fourth number there are um, stress balls with uh, with the puppet feature then again on the sixth number there are stress balls with with the mm-hmm. um, with the you can say different designs like train car etc so the new seller if we are talking from the perspective of someone who has just uh, started on amazon they take this category as something complex and they try to go to, uh, uh, after a product which is pretty simple like everyone on the page is selling same design for example lemon squeezer for example uh, anything anything like like any stick maybe or any any kind of such kind of stuff which is plain like craft paper again but they don't realize that this thing is pretty harder because uh, the market uh, purchase behavior starts getting inclined or starts becoming more dependent on the number of reviews because there is no variation in the form of design so people would only be attracted okay if everyone is selling the same thing then let's go with the person with more credibility and they make it tougher uh, for themselves like it it becomes more tough 
if they see towards this side where there are multiple designs and they segregate the market based upon design and when we say segregate the parameter should be what is the revenue uh, of one design let's say in design a there are 12 sellers and everyone has this number of reviews and this much revenue and the total revenue is this then again same for design b same for design c same for design d and you analyze if there is any design uh, in let's say if any there's any seller in design a who is doing good with less number of reviews okay or if there is any design who is less uh, dominated by amazon or maybe any other brand so among those four designs you segregate those based upon review revenue and number of sellers and total depth of that design you would surely find uh, some unique opportunities because people don't step down to this level of depth and once you mm -hmm. check out okay this is a design there are seven eight sellers there's a good number they are making decent money and even there is yeah. a precedent that even people with less number of reviews are uh, like let's say people with three four hundred reviews are making good money because what new sellers don't realize is if some if you see that only sellers with thousand plus reviews are making money then to make a uh, to achieve thousand reviews with two percent review velocity you may need to sell fifty thousand units so it, it makes mm -hmm. pretty damn harder and you may get uh, start getting traction or organic order after maybe two years or one year so that's a longer time period you need to find some yeah. examples where low review sellers are making money because that would shorter your time to achieve the organic orders or ranking or all that part so once you uh, cater and there is no design development needed for this part it's only smart number breaking nothing else and that is especially for yeah. the for the new sellers so once they break yeah. down they are going to find the opportunity tap that opportunity and once you get stable in that design let's say you want to increase your revenue if you have launched one product of same design what you would do is add on the second product the third product the fourth product in this case usually your supplier is going to have the manufacturing of other designs as well so what you need to do is you need to start adding more variations design variations in the market and you are start you are going to start earning uh, further revenue like let's say uh, you had launched the squeezy one now you are launching the motivational quotation one now you are launching for carpal tunnel syndrome now you are launching for maybe puppet so it's very easier and you can can increase your revenue by every quarter if you are profitable it's that easier same supplier you don't need to find the supply chain you don't need to understand the market numbers the conversion the return rate etc all these points yeah. so it becomes pretty simple and easier to expand accordingly so this, yeah. this is something some uh, someone who don't want to invest maybe five six or ten thousand dollar for the mold uh, maybe mm -hmm. they can at least do this thing uh, for their uh, design yeah. selection part I would say uh, that may help them to take a better decision. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we call that the law of least effort. Uh, James Clear in Atomic Habits, the book, he talks about how agriculture grew uh, you know, laterally across the world because of the climate, and it was easier to, to do that than go north to south. And we try and apply those principles to growing in e-commerce as well. Do what's easiest for growth first. And that, like you say, is adding variations, adding, um, you know, more marketplaces for the same product because then you get more revenue for less effort and, um, you know, maximize all those opportunities first, right? Um, last uh, question for you before we uh, look to close because coming up on time um, is just we've talked about a lot of the changes that have and are taking place on Amazon what do you predict for the next 12 months 24 months how does someone just coming into this industry or, or growing in this industry how do they prepare to be at the forefront of what's going to be successful in the next period of time with Amazon 
I believe um, two things. Uh, first thing, what my observation is, I've never observed. Like definitely, uh, my observation time period is only like for last five six years, but that makes a good time period. Um, It's a long time on Amazon, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that speed in which new designs are coming into the market that is uh, that has never been observed before. Like usually mm. before, uh, uh, one design used to have a life cycle. or or you can say the shelf life of maybe two and a half or three years but right now mm-hmm. with the ease of product development or maybe with the competitiveness of the advertising part you can take it either way um people are become like it, this is not something which we are suggesting uh, the audience to do like come up with a better design that sounds cool i believe that has become a necessity because if mm. uh, you even if you get stable your stability is not guaranteed if you don't keep an eye on what's coming up the new thing like if you're yeah, not having so. an eye on the new thing if you're not com- uh, having an eye on what's the new design which is better than your ones and you are not timely phasing out your like uh, when uh, recently for uh, uh, around 2 to 3 of our clients what we did is there was a design which was making a good revenue a decent profit and all that part but we gradually phased out that design and shifted the same listing towards a new design because this was happening the market was getting attracted towards the new design and we took a timely yeah. decision and even if you say you are taking a timely decision and you are a, you are making good revenue it requires you around 4 to 6 months to uh, do the transition you can't go suddenly out of stock and send up the new inventory so you need a 6 months time period so in my observation is the pace with which new designs or new products or new values you can say even new values like the thing is same but chinese are uh providing the same service or the suppliers if anywhere in the world maybe india maybe vietnam maybe pakistan mm-hmm. they are providing the same delivery in a cost effective way the same value in a cost effective way i observed that in in the case of booty band the same product was sold in 28 dollar the same product is now being sold in 9 dollar but the quality it like it it works smoothly for 4 to 6 months it does not have an issue so they are cracking out the code back at the manufacturing level maybe and second maybe catering mm-hmm. uh, the pain points in a better way at the third level maybe uh, coming up with a different design so the pace of this is getting higher so you can't rely that okay if you have uh, if you are only the advertising guy and you are not keeping an eye on what's coming up new then maybe mm-hmm. it it is quite possible and you may hear many uh many uh, top sellers on amazon saying this part that a product was performing good and suddenly after 3 4 years it it uh, it's stopped performing better because a new yeah. or better design took up the place and you did not notice that and you did not change it accordingly so this is something you need to not only come up with a new design but you need to update it like you update your ppc it's becoming that much essential and for the uh for the advertising part i believe in the next 12 months uh social commerce is going to have a big impact like with the recent mm-hmm. update where your sponsor product is going to be shown on the pinterest um i believe yeah. social commerce is going to play a big role so the branding activities which we usually used to think that once my product will achieve or brand will achieve a certain revenue only then i will proceed with the content creation or the social media marketing or all that part i believe we may, we may need to uh, do it earlier uh, so it may require more effort uh, focusing or working on the design and more skills 
like you you can't only rely on ppc maybe in the next 12 to 40 uh, 12 to 24 months you may need to mm-hmm. understand the art of content creation taking up on board the tiktok influencers and all that part but mm-hmm. at the same time it's becoming more like a like a mainstream business like businesses are yeah. it may require more time but then again it 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 will also offer more stability uh, yes. and more predictability of what you are going to do so yeah. yeah this is what i see yeah and a, and a bigger potential reward as well yeah you know when i started selling on amazon the talk of selling a business on amazon you know it, it was almost non existent and you could maybe get one or two times annual profits Sorry, I was going to sneeze. Now it's gone, of course. Um, and um, the whereas now, of course, it's maybe not the same as it was in the 2021 craze of uh, aggregator gold rush, but it's still really good multiples. There's lots of people out there that will buy a business. So with a maturing market, yes, comes more time needed. It's not quite as passive as, uh, you know, maybe gets suggested, um, but there are, there are bigger rewards for sure. So, um, yeah, it's been really good away. So that really, uh, really insightful. And, um, you know, it's really obvious that you've got your feet on the ground um, you know making some great moves on Amazon if people do want to find out more about you about the agency that kind of thing where's the best place to send them um, so the agency name is Upscale Valley uh, you can check out my website I have a YouTube channel yeah. where I upload content consistently and very valuable it's with my own name OS Amin uh, then I'm pretty active on LinkedIn as well. Uh, then recently I'm active on TikTok as well on all three social media platforms. Yes. It's on with my yeah, own yeah. name, OS Amin. Um, yep. So you can, yeah, you can re- outreach to me uh, through these platforms. Perfect. Yeah, we'll get links to those in the uh, the show notes and the description as well, so people can get in contact with you. I, I really appreciate you taking the time out. This has been a super valuable uh, episode. Yeah, I I really liked talking to you, and yeah, it it was. It was pretty insightful and a good talk. I really liked that. Definitely. Definitely. That's good, man. Very good. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone who's listened as well. I hope you have enjoyed that episode. Lots of gold nuggets in there. Some great tips for your you know, launches and variations and loads of things in there to be looking at. So take some notes, take it away, take some action, and we'll see you in the next episode. Same time next week. Take care.